this is Elizabeth Wallace and Catherine Adams. And we are going to listen to Welcome to Night Vale, episode 48, Renovations. We'll listen to it. Uh, we encourage you to listen to it as well, because by the time we get it done listening, we are going to spoil the hell out of it. So if you don't want to get spoiled, maybe you should sign out now. But anyway, we'll see you in a couple minutes and we'll, uh, we'll break this episode down. satisfying episode all around i thought yep, yep i'd say so so yes erica i remember that i've been re-listening to the episodes and all all angels go by the name of erica nice. although angels aren't real uh, angels are not real mountains are also not real there may be one real mountain but they're still not sure in all the rest of the mountains so right right yeah it was yeah. pretty awesome yes that's great so we'll probably be seeing more from Lauren and Kevin at some point. And I get the idea they'll be a little bit more dangerous because Lauren was always so cheery, but she would get even scarier when she started getting frustrated. Yeah, but it's interesting that um, Kevin um, Kevin could hear the whispering, the eternal forest, I guess it was. The eternal mm-hmm. forest said nice things to him. And then Lauren's like, well, they've never said anything nice to me. To me. And then So there's, yeah, there's something very different about Lauren, yeah, I should say. Yeah, definitely. And I, I keep going back and forth as to which one is the more dangerous one. I mean, they both sound equally scary, really. They do. They actually, they, they really do. So I was just about to re-listen to the uh, one where she first talks on um, uh, <laughs> uh, Welcome to Night Vale and the whole, yes, what was that scientist's name? Carlos. That's right. Good be. <laughs> I thought um, I had a feeling that when they said, you know, oh, we're going to do some renovations at the stations, we're going to knock some things down, and hey, there are these floating kittens that if you want them, you should come and get them. Oh, that's right, everybody's at the picnic, you can't get them. We'll take some pictures. And then later on, they're like, uh, station manager Daniel is off taking pictures of the doomed kitties. And I'm like, this is not going to end well for you guys. This is going no, to be bad. no. You you, can't, you absolutely cannot mess with Kashik or the kittens where Cecil is concerned. No. And that was why. Um, you know, beginning of the episode, but this starts with the, the definitely the Welcome to Desert Bluffs intro and not our usual favorite. And then it goes to the episode, and then we see the picture of the lighthouse that's changing and something is coming forward, and they're like, it's a man. I can't see him, and he has a cat. It was really cool. And then, of course, breaking right into the Welcome to Night Vale music, which was excellent. So Yeah, I expected to hear the sound of a struggle going on, but it looks like Cecil just terrified everybody into fleeing mm-hmm. instantly. So or or Erica did. Yeah, yeah, either that. So it's I've seen some pictures of what people think the angels look like. I forget some somebody on DeviantArt had a picture, and they are tall and they have these wings, but they only have one eye in their face. And I thought yeah. That's the best that's stuck with me is the idea of what the angels look like, you know? There's a great uh, picture on Tumblr. I need to try to see if I can send you a picture where it's got sketches of everybody. I don't know that Carlos and Cecil look exactly like I would expect them to, but uh, I like the angels and Hiram McDaniels. You know, his, uh, his, his heads aren't, you know, the correct colors, but I do like how the person drew Hiram right. McDaniels. Well, we only found out in the condos episode, we really only found out then what the colors were, I think. That was the very And, first and time. the personalities, yes. And the personalities. So it's something like... Now, Oh, wait a minute. So green head is the vicious one. Yes. And uh, purple head is the insane one. Yes. And blue head is the intellectual. Yes. And 
gray head is very mopey. What is his primary head shaped like? I don't remember. That's a good question. I can't remember what that one. That's like the, the speaker for all of them, so I'll have to look that up. I think the other thing we wanted to look up was we were talking about the uh, the weather for this episode, which is fun. It was definitely like a, a more harder rock kind of sound than the other ones we've heard before. But what did you say were the favorites that you had had from the show so far? Uh, let me see here. I only managed to pick two of them, although... I don't know that I've picked these and more than these from the Condos episode, which is also very nice. That was a fun one. I like that one. Yep. See here. Uh, it is Danny Schmidt's song, This Too Shall Pass. Okay. And Eliza Rickman's Pretty Little Head. Nice, nice. I actually have, I'm surprised, I have five in mine. One is one of the fairly earlier ones called Closer by the Tiny, which if you've ever read... Oh, help me out here. Uh, Lackadaisy Cats. For some reason, I remember, uh, what's the name of the, the youngest girl cat who's always getting into trouble? Uh, oh, is it Pepper? I think it's, I think it's Pepper. I, for some reason, I imagine her singing this song. So if you ever hear it, it's Closer by The Tiny. Um, and just imagine her singing it and all's right with the world. The other one was Dan Byrne does Jerusalem, which I was just talking with a friend of mine. And it's... Um, um, Oh, fuck. Ask, what's Nathan's favorite, uh, one of his favorite singers? He was so pissed off that he did a, a thing at the commercial for the Super Bowl. Who the hell? Oh, um, oh, nuts. If you hadn't said, if you hadn't asked me, I could have told you. Yeah, so. yeah. You want to yell not downstairs? Tom, it's not Tom Waits. No? You want to yell downstairs and see if he knows? Oh, hold on a second. You totally yell downstairs and see if he knows. Hey, Nathan. <laughs> okay. The name's Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yes. Um, Jerusalem by Dan Byrne is like a Bob Dylan song that Bob Dylan never sang, and I really like it. Um, <laughs> there's another one. It's kind of a rap one called I Know This by Rachel Kahn. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a song called I by Dio, which I, I like, and I think that one might be the one that's actually a Scandinavian group singing. And if I remember right, I might be wrong. But then there's a Snibong, which I love. It's a Cambodian pop rock group uh, called Dengue Fever. And it's the one where I'm just like, if James Bond was in a casino in Cambodia, this is what would be playing. So those are my favorites. Now, on your playlist, do you have these saved in YouTube or do you have it on Groove Shark? Groove Shark. Groove Shark. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I can't see your playlist in Groove Shark. No, no. Which I should, I should share with you at some point i've got some pretty, pretty good stuff in there but yeah this this weather was fun i enjoyed this weather that was neat um i i loved all the references to characters that we know you know mayor pamela winchell uh the it's actually holding the fort she and, and stopping the uh, the renovations she is and the old woman i'm sure was uh old woman josie who lives at the edge of town mm-hmm. uh, they, or, or it's the faceless old woman who secretly lives in your house it could be the faceless old woman though Hiram McDaniels was definitely not in, in uh, attendance this time. I think we would have no. known if we saw someone who was literally a five-headed dragon. Yeah, we um, didn't hear any mention of Steve Carlsberg. <laughs> we didn't. It was really, it was awesome. I saw the live show in San Diego, and to see the uh, actor who plays Carlos just get so infuriated. He was like, ah, Steve Carlsberg, shut up! He was, <laughs> was that Carlos or Cecil who got him annoyed? Cecil, excuse me, Cecil okay. who got annoyed. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's funny, Carlos never says anything. Thing about Steve Carlsberg, I don't know what's going on with that. That's I sense that Steve Carlsberg is actually did, was there an episode? Am I wrong in the Cookies episode that Steve Carlsberg might be related to him by marriage? 
I think it might be uh, his the the stepdad of his niece. I think that's probably so, what it is. So, yes. so it's possibly his um, his uh, Cecil's sister's second husband, okay. maybe that something like that. So about right. sounds about right. That, yeah, I remember that. Um, 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 what is it? The farmer. What is his name? Oh, John, John Peters, Peters John you Peters. know, the farmer. farmer yeah. <laughs> I loved in the episode, the orange trees, and it was like, John Peters, you know, the imposter. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Very awesome. I love getting to see, hear Dana, hear of Dana in this. Oh, so. that was great. She's apparently a fan favorite on this uh, show. I'm not surprised. I, in the live show, uh, you know, people would walk on stage to read their parts and you would only know after someone had spoken for a couple minutes who they actually were. She, the actress who plays her, walked on stage and there was literally like this <gasps> from everybody in the audience. We're like, I think I know who that is. And she started talking. It was, it was great. It was very cool. And she actually, I was watching Scandal. And um, it's one of the character's former girlfriend. And she's talking. I'm like, holy Crap, she sounds really familiar, and I looked, and it was the actress who plays Dana. So, so <laughs> fantastic! A recurring role on that show, very, very neat, quite nice. But. Now, have you listened to the? I know we've both listened to the live show Condos, which yes. is really wonderful. 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 Love that. Probably listened to that a few times Me now. Too. Me too. Uh, have you had a chance to listen to the uh, the live show, the debate? Not yet. I really okay. Want to yeah, it's it's fun. I think Condos is still the best one that I've heard so far. Nice. But they did have a wonderful bit in there because, of course, it's between all the different candidates that are you know running for mayor and uh, the faceless old woman comes on and uh cecil says you know introduced her said can i call you the faceless woman or just faceless and she said something like well i have a name cecil he said you do yes and that was it that was it we still don't know (laughs) we have no idea so well that's fine okay whatever um I keep hoping that they're going to release a recording of the live show that I heard, which was really very fun. And it has to do with librarians, you know, getting out of the library. <laughs> I remember hearing about that. Maybe that's going to be the next one that they actually release. It so. could be. I can't remember. That was several months ago, so I'm sort of surprised they haven't released it already. But it was fun, and, uh, you know, that was nice. Well, it was interesting, the, um, the debate... No, not the debate. Condos was apparently a live show that was much earlier than the one that they actually have. You know, the Condos Live from the Bell House is the one that you can download off of their uh, website. And uh, But I actually found a transcript for the earlier one, and it includes some gags that ended up in other episodes. Oh, like the whole idea about a new... Um, I guess it was a new exhibit in the Museum of Forbidden Technologies, and it, it makes some you know various references to what it is, and it's all behind a door with a big sign that says "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> I love the Museum of Forbidden Technologies. Was it in condos when they were talking about your kids can experience the joys of unlearning? <laughs> of unlearning. <laughs> God, that's awesome. What else uh, in this episode did we get to hear about? Um, uh, just uh, oh god, the 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 photographs on the wall. It's like oh, we got these great photographs on the wall of human teeth. Teeth. It was like, and this photo, unlike every other piece of artwork that has existed ever, is not a picture of teeth. <laughs> crazy. I would like to see somebody do a picture of the lighthouse. I know that they found Lauren and uh, Kevin found it very disturbing, but I would like for somebody to do a picture of the lighthouse and make it look really creepy. That would be yeah. quite awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the way these things go, it would either look really, really creepy or it would look so amazingly innocent that it freaked Lauren and Kevin out. Yeah. Can you 
Well, of course, they were talking about redecorating and renovations, and I thought for sure some more people would go the way of the Shawns oh, from the, God, the last the episode. Shawns, that was so awesome with the Shawns. I miss the Shawns. Yeah, but look at how much better it looks. You can see their contributions all over the desk. Yeah, oh, and dripping down the wall. Oh, God. I don't know why it took me a bit to realize that that was. I thought the Shawns were having to spread like teeth and bone and stuff all over and that's what they were creating a fuss about when they when you realize exactly how they were contributing you're like oh my goodness that was quite yeah. i'm trying to think let me just look up in here i think i saved it into my favorites on deviantart going around deviantart and looking at people's uh welcome to night Vale pictures is just really lovely i mean there's some just great ones but i want to say the name of the artist if deviantart will cooperate with me I'm looking at some yes. Harry McDaniel's pictures. The main head might be red or it might be black. I'm okay. really not for sure. Well, I'm looking in my fan art collection, and this is, it is still probably, and you were the one who found this for me. It's probably my favorite Night Vale fan art. It's Cecil Palmer and Kashek. And it is, oh, by, yes. it is by the artist Meadow Rue, M-E-A-D-O-W dash R-U-E. And you should definitely check it out because it's really, at first I thought that, that the Kashek was resting on his shoulder, which I thought, well, that's not possible. He's floating. But if you look at his back leg, you can see it's not actually in contact with Cecil. So Cecil just happens to be standing near where Kashek floats. But yes. really awesome little picture. Great, great work on that one, but. I like it. I do. I, I, there are so many different versions of Carlos and Cecil. I think there may be some debate about what race they're supposed to be, which I think is awesome that we have this sort of thing as a, a you know, a radio show where people actually get to picture. I mean, it's mm-hmm. to have everyone. This is basically what's inside people's heads as they listen to the show. So yeah, I love, love that. They have Lily Fox is somebody I follow on DeviantArt. She's a bunch of great stuff she's drawn some welcome to night Vale fan art and she did one picture of carlos cecil's boyfriend that he is african-american but it's awesome because he's got like graying at the temples just like they say they do and his hair if i remember right it's either braids or um dreadlocks but i guess you know it's just another version of perfect perfect hair you know it's (laughs) not the way that you think of it so i tend to go for the more almost indian look for carlos he's very dark me too or or hispanic sort of thing i guess you know carlos and drawing back something like that yeah i like that i think cecil i've seen lily fox does a great one of cecil uh a lot of people have gone. That's what's great about the whole fan art community is that they here we have nothing to go on for how anybody looks. But Cecil, the consensus is he's um, kind of got an angular face. He has tattoos, like sleeve tattoos, all up his arms. And, and some people have said that they actually are supposed to change. I believe so that they well. like that idea that they they shift and change yep. a little bit. Lily Fox, uh, their their tentacles on his. I've seen tentacles on a bunch of them, but then also the third eye in the middle of his forehead, which is great. Which comes from an episode where everybody was sprouting eyes, and I think everybody jumped on that and said, yeah. "Oh yeah, so he's still got that third eye." I totally believe it. I do, and which is why I liked in Meadowrue's picture. He, has a third eye, but it's not on his forehead. You can see it on his tie. which On his tie. And Kashik has a third eye. And Kashik has a third eye. And also uh, tentacles or spikes or something on his back. So that's, they slowly but surely let you know that Kashik, they call him a cat, but he's definitely not like a cat cat. Yes. They, well, they had that recording one time. This is the noise he makes when he's hungry and you play and it's just. <laughs> oh, <that was> awesome. <laughs> very, very. Yeah, I was, I was also, they said, no, apparently no one told him in this episode how dangerous it is to take 
take pictures of cats. I thought maybe he'd tried to pet one of the kittens. Oh, I thought it, he... or, or tried to remove them, you know, by hand yep. because they already talked about, you know, adopting the kittens out. And unfortunately, their spikes are still tied. Their poison spikes are still very deadly. Yep, so yep. we've lost some people who tried to adopt. Yeah, yeah. And they, that's the thing. Those cats do belong to people. There are people who came and adopted the cats, but it's just accepted. Like, yes, you can adopt those cats. They are going to stay here in the radio station. So that's mm-hmm. so totally, totally fine. Yeah, I had a feeling it wasn't going to end well when they were starting to mess with the kittens. I'm like, oh, no, you do not mess with Kashak's kittens. Uh-uh, it's not good. No, no, but I think he, it was wasn't Cecil the one who smashed the uh, uh, the the pet monster robot thing so. that hurt Kashik? Yeah, I so. I still I was out for a run when I was listening to that episode. It comes back from the weather after Kashik had been attached, and Cecil starts talking, and I actually stopped where I was on the street to listen because I thought he was going to say Kashik was dead. I was so certain oh. I had to stop for a minute and make sure that Kashik was still alive. But he's also you can tell that the picture of Kashik and Cecil for, that Meta was done is from before that. I think Kashek lost an eye, didn't he? He did, he did. And I don't think he's going to be able to walk very well. But, of course, he's a floating cat, so that won't be quite as uh, as bad. Yeah, but, yeah, he did... He did actually lose an eye, and I've seen some pictures of uh, him, of uh, Cecil cuddling Kashik, and Kashik's missing an eye. Oh, I'm like, oh, man. Awesome. Just cute. the fact that Cecil will let him, uh, that uh, Kashik will let himself be cuddled, I think, is great. He's, he's Cecil's cat. He may be in the radio station bathroom, you know, but he was never anybody else's cat, but, you know, Cecil's, I, I tend to think. Well, but I hadn't actually realized that until the episode where he gets hurt by the uh, the, the robot pet monster thing that the station management uh, gave to uh, Cecil. Yeah, I knew Cecil liked it, but I, I wonder if Cecil himself even knew how much he liked Koshak. And now, I mean, when he comes back and it's all... I mean, it wasn't just the fact that it was Cecil coming back, and it wasn't just the fact that Cecil had the cat, but then the Night Vale music comes bursting in there. You're like, <laughs> Awesome! After having listened to two openers... Mm-hmm. Having the uh, the welcome to the greater greater metropolitan desert bluffs is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. greater desert bluffs m- metropolis. I can't remember, but yeah, it's the desert bluffs intro, which <laughs> I remember from the early episode. See something like ugh, desert bluffs. They can't get anything right. <laughs> <laughs> You always made fun. But they uh, they did that probably the best way that they possibly could in the sandstorm episode, yeah, yeah. where. Cecil goes off someplace and Kevin shows up, you know, in his place and is talking about the oddly bloodless radio uh, equipment. Yes. And, yes. you know, how it's much drier here. And But, you know, and then the next episode is the Desert Bluffs radio. And it's Kevin the whole time, and he's being all cheery and happy, maybe a little creepy when he starts talking about Strax Corp. But then he goes off into the portal, and Cecil shows up. It's like, oh, my God, there is blood everywhere. It's seeping into my shoes. <laughs> great. I just, that was another one where I'm listening to him, and as soon as he said that, just, just a little chill goes right up the back of my neck. It's really <laughs> quite lovely, but yeah. I've uh, got friends who had tried to listen because they've heard me talk about Night Vale. I always think of Night Vale as being a real comforting thing to listen to. I love re-listening to episodes when I'm at work because I've heard them before. I don't have to worry about focusing all of my attention on them. So I love hearing them run. So I talk about it to my friends and like, yeah, I was listening to them. I really couldn't get into it. And I'm like, I don't 
think you realize you do have to listen to all of them because you you have to get that slow buildup of knowledge that's been coming in. So episodes like this where they mention all of those things that are so familiar to you, you're just like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, I do want to see a live show at some point. By the time I went to check out tickets for when they came to uh, Raleigh, or, or I think they might have come to Durham, yeah, they were already sold out. Yeah, so, but, but I understand that's a lot of fun seeing them live. It was. It was. It was. Very cool. Well, I think that probably winds us up for this episode. So, you know, indeed, you know, and I believe uh, my husband has got the uh, uh, computer reserved for his podcast later on. Yes, so, I'm I'll just actually go ahead and hand this over because I, I think we went over a little bit, but that's fine. That's right. I'm actually heading out to a podcast recording myself. I'm going to go to do comic issues this evening. So that's awesome. Be fun. Awesome. So, cool. So that'll wrap up Catherine and Elizabeth's Night Vale recap podcast. So tune in <laughs> next time when we do this. Maybe another 15 days from now, we'll do another one of these. Awesome. Cool. That'll work. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Talk to you later.